1: All right, I'll come in real normal as the host, very calm energy. Hello and welcome to the AirBuds Podcast. Thank you for listening, I guess. If you would like to support the Buds, please hit up our Patreon. It's $5 a month. We got extra episodes. We do a bunch of extra crap. It's uh, at Air buds Podcast on that shit. Also, at Air buds Pod on all of the socials. My name is Jamel Johnson. This is a very special edition of the program. We are finally doing our W Free Agency Roundup. It's time for the WNBA Free Agency Roundup.
2: <laughs> this is the best intro ever. I mean...
1: And it gets better. Our guest today is a uh, Pacific Northwest All-Starler. I think you made the All-Star team.
2: Sure, plenty of All-Star teams.
1: Got a couple Pacific Northwest All-Star games. I think you um you did stand-up. You headlined the uh, Jamal Crawford crossover Pro am,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I was doing stand up, nobody was paying attention, but I was doing. You was stand-up, in yeah. there, you was in there
1: <laughs> with a microphone. Uh, one of the greats, the last time I, I saw you, uh, you were selling draws and they were flying off the shelves.
2: I can't, I cannot get merch to sell as well as those. I can't, I just don't think I ever will.
1: Please, a warm round of applause for Monica <laughs> Neve, everybody.
2: Yeah. thank C- you for up. having me.
1: No problem. Thank you for doing this. Also, Seattle Storm super fan. Yeah. Thank you. You blessed okay. me. You got me some six seats. I did. To a Storm game. You weren't even there. I, I know. know. He was
2: made me look cool. Um. Yeah. I got you know been around for a long time, uh, in the basketball community here in Seattle, and so I got you know, got some people who I came up with now work there. Basically, is what it is. But yeah.
1: Hey, listen. <laughs> I yeah. I think you are cool as hell. I was telling everybody. <laughs> oh my everybody, gosh.
2: It's so funny because, okay, so I I played with their general manager, Talisa Ria. We played in college together. Insane. And so I used to get tickets from her because, like, she's the general manager, I'm sure, sure. right? Then um, a guy who was our, like, student-athlete liaison in college – ended up working for them in ticketing. His name is Greg. That's who helped you out. Um, And he just Tease gets way man, better Greg. tickets. <laughs> so now we only go through Greg because he gets way better tickets. Yeah. But I do feel cool. And it's fun to be like, I mean, it's awesome at Climate Pledge. It's really fun to like be there for games anyways. But One then, of the like, best
1: arenas. One yeah. of the best arenas, period. There's a living wall and yep. they have Gentai <laughs> Funk inside people. Mm-hmm.
2: And I get you it almost do. every time.
1: <laughs> you do not even have to like sports, motherfucker. They got dumplings in there, man. <laughs>
2: uh but I brought a friend one time and you never know like sometimes we're a little bit back in the bowl but every once in a while there's like a season ticket holder that is right on the court side that isn't there or something you know so you get like you can go in the the lounge at halftime and all that stuff and so I happened to bring a friend who hadn't been with me and it was like we were right on the court (laughs) and then we got to go at halftime and then as we're walking in my friend Talisa is walking into it with us, and she like puts her arm around me, and I was like, "Oh, I look so cool right now! Like, I look like I you own this know, place."
1: <laughs> not only
2: do you look cool,
1: you are cool. Hold on, what school did you play ball at? What school was this?
2: I played at Seattle U
1: at Seattle University. Okay, this is like big time. And women's ball, is that um, is that D two? Is that D one?
2: It's D one, and we um, they were Division one, and then they were Division two, and then when I got there, we were transitioning back to Division one. So I think okay. my first season was like independent um but now they're in the whack and we were in the whack by like junior and senior years. I okay. didn't play my junior and senior year though cuz I was I got injured. Yeah. But I was there part of Okay. It, you,
1: know? you was there. You was going to Utah State. You was drawn <laughs> yeah. at the Mormons? <laughs> yes, exactly. Get some sleeves on that dress shirt. <laughs> I I like that. that. Okay, that's big time ball. What what position yeah. did you play? And what position did the GM play?
2: Uh I was point guard. I'm only 5'6. Um T is like 5'11. She was more of like a small forward, great outside shooter. She went and played in Germany or something um, afterwards for a couple of years and then came back and got her master's in like sports admin Damn. and has worked for the Storm ever since. So very sick. working her way up. So these these things we're going to talk about now, uh, She that's what she does. You know, I mean, she's making these moves and uh, I tend to have a little bit of information before other people sometimes because of that.
1: Oh, so you okay. Did you know before the emojis started hitting?
2: I did. Yeah. That's fire. Well, I knew there was I mean at first there was some rumors. I mean, obviously, some of the people that we ended up getting we knew might were well we knew Skylar Diggins-Smith was not going back to Phoenix. We all yeah, knew that. That's I so, knew that.
1: I think Twitter told us that. I think we
2: did it two years ago. But yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was like just cuz we were in such need of a point guard. That was just a question I asked, and basically wasn't answered, which gave me an answer. You know what I mean? Like yeah, um, yeah. probably two months before they announced it, I was like, "Oh, this would be a good idea, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, we can't really say anything." <laughs> okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, that seemed kind
1: of like to keep your voice down. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so with some of the newer moves, I mean, I think from the public standpoint, you could you can kind of tell, especially with the WNBA, because there's so much cap space you have to think about. When moves are made, hopefully it's strategic, so you can kind of see. Like when we traded the draft pick, you were like, "Okay, clearly they're making, making room some, for yeah, yeah. So, uh, someone who's expensive, basically." And, then, and for
1: no. yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Seattle Storm just acquired Neka Gumake, uh, former Finals MVP. She's hit a Finals game winner. Uh, There's a league MVP. Uh, one of the greatest ever, and also Skylar Dickens-Smith, super mom to the stars, and uh, a really good player who hated her old coach.
2: Yeah, and I think that whole just team i don't even know how like the environment always seems but that's as a storm fan or whatever mystics fan you look at other teams and you go oh yeah i'd hate to play there i hate them that environment is terrible and so i've always thought that about phoenix and they were kind of our rival and so which i mean i guess we both sucked last year so (laughs) still rivals but um, uh so of course i'm like yeah don't don't get out of that toxic environment
1: (laughs) yeah and i they so after the move or amidst the move becoming official, Skylar Diggins was on Twitter talking about just some goofy stuff that her coach had said. And basically, she comes off as like a Swedish Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Vanessa yeah. Nygaard, coach yeah. for the Phoenix Mercury, is Swedish Michael Scott. And uh, that I could see how that could be difficult.
2: Right. I think Michael Scott in theory is funny until he's your coach, you know, until yeah, he's then your you're like, boss. Fuck, yeah. Man, this was
1: really cool when I was watching it on my It's Must funny TV. when it's happening to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> I gotta give this guy my W2. What the <laughs> fucking fuck?
2: Well, and she is she's great and a and a really good point guard in like a a fierce way. Like she's a it's a passionate leader, I would say. And I know there's a lot of people on that team that are also passionate. So maybe you bump heads in that way, too. Um, and then not being happy with the coach, it just adds a whole other. But the Storm is, uh,
3: not I not like to say up.
2: docile, but they're definitely like more, <laughs> you know, they're just chill. So if she's wanting a different environment, ours is definitely different than Phoenix's.
1: I mean, the team, when you add Skylar Diggins in NECA, it's it's set up for a, a at least a return to the
2: playoffs yeah definitely this year will be a lot different and the biggest thing jewel lloyd is our you know was our best player last year great scorer but you could just see like she just needed help and specifically in a leadership point guard role i mean we have solid post player ezzy magma all-star i mean she's gonna Amazing. continue to get better defensive what, player
1: of the year uploading yeah. probably. what
2: a what a great shot blocker it's so fun to watch <laughs> um But, you know, she's still young, too. And so there's a lot of, like, just growing that needed to happen. And Jewel was the most veteran person forced into a leadership role she never had before because the leader of all leaders was with her the whole time, Sue Bird, before that. And now now you're good luck. Now you're in charge. So I think she really needed backup. And I thought the point guard position was kind of the most important thing for us to figure out. And I think they did a good job.
1: I can't imagine how tough it must be to go from... Playing with Sue Bird, which means you never have the ball unless you want it. Unless
2: you're going to score, basically. Unless you're
1: going to score. mm -hmm. And Sue's taking care of everything. And then as soon as she's gone, it's like, hey, one of y'all bring it up. (laughs) It immediately turns into LA Fitness.
2: And then we, yeah. And then it changed every time. I mean, our starting lineup changed so much. And who was actually playing the point guard. And then we end up with a player who is a great player great defender sammy whitcomb but is not a point she's not a point guard she never yeah, really no. has been so that's putting a lot of pressure on her too um so yeah then we get Diggin smith to fix that
1: i uh, yeah and Necka. so neca has been in la kind of trapped in la in a um i their situation is different from phoenix because i mean like they didn't have a center who was like like uh like arrested like their yeah. center wasn't was in a russian
2: prison for a year yeah, or, yeah. so it's not exactly <laughs> the same but no. their, center,
1: their center just like wanted to dj instead of playing center
2: i mean that was crazy but yes and that's funny because okay so i know storm people but i also went to school with a couple people who work for the u.s national team um and before that happened, like before it real all blew up and she's so difficult to have on the team and all this stuff, <laughs> that just in passing, one of my friends was like, Oh, she just wants to be a DJ. She doesn't want to be yeah. like just as a I think we were just talking about Australia as an Olympic contender and what that what they were gonna be like. And she was a big part of what they were going to be. And somebody just said that in passing, and was like, mm, she wants to be a DJ. I was like, What? Like oh, this shit. But then this all came out and you're like, Oh no, she definitely does like that's like
1: (laughs) yeah i i I felt it years ago when she was in vegas Mm -hmm. she was in vegas and the team was like about to make a final and she wasn't with the team and she and had a playboy spread come out and that Mm -hmm. was kind of like i mean look i know like i know the financial reasons to not play in the women's game are like different then in the men's game but right. i just can't imagine being asia wilson and you're like you can't move you just got done with a playoff game you got hit all night and then you open your phone and your starting center mm-hmm. is just like got the cakes out
2: got her titties out or whatever I, yeah. I would
1: just be a little like i don't know how positive i don't know how <laughs> body positive i am when i see that
2: <laughs> when i see that, really could have helped you on the boards here what happened something um yeah, that was. I was uh, surprised she even went to L.A. because it felt like she was done or whatever in Vegas. Um, and they could have been. I mean, with both of with Asia Wilson and Liz Cambage, it's like, what are you gonna do in Where the post? I mean, you do can't nothing. go anywhere. And so, so for her not to was good for us. But I was like, the Vegas we're seeing now, which is annoying because they're just so good. It was that had the potential to be then. I don't think we win in 2020 against them. If they have the full team all put together, you just know, whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I can see that, man. But you know, that's how the. I guess that's how this game goes. The spark. Okay. So that was like the beginning of the end of yeah NECA well, in LA.
2: NECA has been there the whole, her whole career. Um, Knows and nothing really, else. No. And it's her team. I mean, or it was her team, you know, um, so I think when your team is falling, falling apart and you've been there the whole time, you, you hold on to it's like an unhealthy relationship, you know, where you're like, we could fix this. Like, this will be, you know, we, we should still be together or whatever. Yeah. So I do think she's was holding on to something that wasn't really there for the last couple of years.
1: Getting Cam beige, That was the threesome. That was the threesome that you. <laughs> that was, the, was, that the was the opening the, the of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's try to open it up.
2: Let's try. Yeah, we'll see. I met this, this DJ. <laughs>
1: They seem nice. She's
2: super tall.
1: <laughs> she's
2: no shit.
1: Let's just see. And then yeah, after that didn't hit, once it, you know, some weird tech start coming after that. Now it's like yeah. we out of here. I I don't know how many years she's got with Seattle, but I know this year, I'm I'm assuming this is probably gonna be one of her best statistical seasons, no matter yeah. what happens, just because like age matters less in the W as well.
2: Like, yeah, I don't I mean it's it's odd. And one thing I was really excited about with her not just scoring and rebounding, she's just a good leader and a really she's really invested in the league and I think she's president of the
1: Players or like the Players Association or
2: on the board or whatever. And um yeah, so she's just just overall a good addition. And there's something about the women's game where like that the environment and the mental part of it and the and the team itself can be like can make you great or not. You know, it's you can put all the best players on a team. I'm sure it's true with men too, but it's you know, I think you're right with the age where it as long as you can still do most of the stuff, it's a mental you know, I mean that Subert's the best example. I don't know how the fuck she played that long, but she never got any dip, you know, like she was just as good the whole time.
1: I think it's a Um, slower, it's a slower game because it's a more It's a more thought out because it's less athletic. So, like, Mm -hmm. everything's half court. There's less fast breaks. I'm assuming it just – the way it feels when you watch it is it's slowed down. Well, there's less – yeah, there's
2: less just, like, I'm just going to jump over you or whatever. It's, you know. And for the most part – I was trying to tell somebody this the other day. Because it's such a small league, everyone is good. There's not really, like – these like, okay, fine, we'll just grab you on the bench. There's players who absolutely are professional basketball players who don't make those teams. And so everyone is good. And so it's not like, okay, I'm just going to out jump this person because this is their weakest player. There really isn't, you know, in the post it's like, yeah, you got a Brittany Griner, but Liz Cambage also exists. Like there's still two, six, eight players or whatever. There's still, uh, you know, People who are just you it's hard to be dominant in that league, and that's why there's so many you know, there's this conversation every year. Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, Elena Deladon, I mean, just all these different people keep coming back up. It's not like she had a couple good years and then that's it. It's just competitive.
1: On a side note, uh, Elena, if you're listening, please enjoy the house this summer. It's cool. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to hear that you are not playing this year. Cause if I watched your back fall apart on my TV. I would feel responsible,
2: yeah, it is a tough thing to watch uh
1: i I was thinking about this age thing How um Gilbert Arenas and Lexi Brown were talking about it on his show, and he you know uh his stance was the league's too old, mm. like in terms of like uh like uh the 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 broader appeal of the game, getting dudes to watch, just like you know uh, making I, it i a- see making it open so like more like younger uh women in college can come in but like got it as it currently stands it is what it is and like candace when candace left la she made a final versus tarasi like it was tarasi versus candace parker in 2021
2: yeah yeah and what candace parker's um think four years older than I am (laughs) you know it's like Jesus and she just uh, resigned with Vegas Mm -hmm. I don't there are some players where I'm like I don't know if you if this is going to end the way you're hoping it's going to (laughs) Taurasi being one of them I don't think she's where she used to be it's really kind of hard to watch I mean her with the U.S. team I just watched all the Olympic qualifying tournament oh yeah (laughs) it was like I was like, I think she's just taking up a spot. Like, I don't know if she should be here.
1: Listen, and that is the tradition of international basketball. Larry (laughs) Bird, there was no reason for Larry Bird to be on the first dream team.
2: No, there's symbolic parts of of international basketball, I think. Yeah.
1: And there was no reason for Christian Lehner to be on that team. They Mm -hmm. all just hated Isaiah Thomas.
2: (laughs) I think, um, I honestly think Diana is playing again. Just to have the most Olympic trips because Sue Bird and her are tied now. So if she goes again, then she has more than her. Makes sense. Makes and gold sense. Medals, whatever. But yeah, and it'll be. I don't know. I'm our afraid te- she's. Oh, I, life is going to suck after this because she's falling apart.
1: So Tarasi is the biggest example of something that happens in the men's game a lot. We saw Mike come mm-hmm. back, just a player hanging on too long. Yeah. And everybody kind of... It feels like that's what divided the locker room when Skylar Diggins was on the Mercury.
2: (laughs) She's like, you're fucking slow. You're (laughs) old as shit. You You can't play defense. You're old as shit. Get out of here. She never did, let alone now she's not fast enough to play defense. So it's like...
1: (laughs) You never play defense. Now you play less defense. Yeah. Why are you
2: even... We only have four players on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah. It's, but I think you're right. I mean, Candace Parker is getting really old. And that's the thing, I'm getting really old. She's 38 or something, but still, you know what I mean? It's, I think um, it's becoming more common to kind of hold on to it too. And I don't think they should be doing that. I think this new group of, College players and younger players are so fun to watch. And so they're getting great attention and stuff. So you make a little bit more room for them. I'm not saying everyone retire, but super. I mean, okay. So we went to her Jersey retirement. Yep. Oh, she, that was, I mean, she, she legitimately talked for an hour and a half. Uh, just her <laughs> and everyone else went over the side. We were there for three hours after the game. It was my mom crazy. did that
1: my mom <laughs> retired from her job recently and she pulled a super. She went for. Like <laughs> She's a good like, I got hour. six
2: more pages here. Like in know. the
1: middle of the in the middle of this like party that they had planned, oh, and then after God. she was done, the lady throwing the party <laughs> was like, "Okay, now for the next." And I kind of was like, "Hey, wait, there's no more. I think we need to just let's just put a wrap on this." I think mom kind of closed it out.
2: We had like brought some friends who were sports fans but not necessarily storm fans and that was the first game they had been to (laughs) Ah!
1: that's a lot of pressure yeah it was and we were like if you you want to come again it won't be like
2: that but you know but it was um they talked about it a ton because like swin cash and lauren jackson a lot of people like talked and they point guards last longer just from a physical standpoint and i think. I mean, in the NBA, too, even like in a a more pure point guard type of sense, like they just play longer. You don't get you're not in the key getting banged around every single second. You
1: only get hit if you really want to.
2: Right. So it feels like some of these other players who aren't point guards are still holding on to staying in the league, but they aren't her not to you know not to keep making about sue bird being an anomaly in that way that she played so long but it's true But it is she kept it at at that level and i don't think they're keeping it at that level even even candace parker i don't think is what i don't i think what her level up here is different than what's coming out on the floor
1: oh for sure and now at the end of the season i mean she was hurt and i think she's basically just she's taking a um that that player coach she's she's basically udonis haslam she's Mm -hmm. taking the 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 women's version of udonis haslam type role
2: yeah i feel like too with her i don't know how much the age difference is between her and becky hammond that that always feels weird like they probably got the
1: same mixed cds (laughs) yeah i thought they played against each other i mean yeah
2: it's like uh this is odd but uh
1: back to phoenix so mm-hmm. they got Natasha Cloud, who's mm-hmm. the point guard for the Mystics for many years. This Who is my, I
2: like, yeah, the love
1: of my life, uh, the the <laughs> light of the the queen of all kings, uh, one of the best to ever do it, and now she's in Phoenix, which yeah. uh feels outwardly, it feels like playing in Phoenix is like it's a war zone. Yeah, it's like g- going to prison, and you you're gonna have to swing on somebody
2: there's weird it's weird stuff going on and just the attitudes in general are clearly encouraged like i can't sophie cunningham drives me fucking crazy i cannot stand her i like i hate it and i I get it that's what she wants but you know like it so that's what you're stepping into as a point guard you have to be the leader of that whatever the hell is going on yeah and you you have some great like you have brady griner that's incredible there's not another player like that really ever Liz Cambage could have been it but she's a DJ so she's a DJ now she's a DJ um but she's like not really there right now either right like last season she needed some breaks and was still reacclimating to I mean yeah she went through something crazy yeah so even with like okay I have these pieces you're not you know you you, you're not getting the Diana Taurasi that yeah she thinks she is or whatever that you could have gotten before her
1: team It's Mm -hmm. still, you can't, everything's going through Diana, bro. It's just, it has to. Yep. (laughs) I'm worried for what that looks like. I Man, uh, I hadn't even considered Natasha Cloud and Sophie Cunningham playing together. Yeah. Natasha, so outward in her opinions about everything. She lets you know how she feels about everything at all times. Sophie Cunningham has some similar things. I just, like, what is... Like, are they going to be able to switch? Are they going to switch? Are they going to
2: communicate on the floor? I don't even know what, I don't know how that goes because even as the point guard there, you're right. It's still going through Terassi, anyways, whether you want it to or not, which I'm assuming you don't. I mean, I don't. You kind of don't. I'm I don't guessing. think you do. <laughs> yeah. So then that's a tough, from a point guard perspective, a really tough situation to go into. Yeah. More more luck to her, Jesus. But I mean, I you know, I guess I'm
1: looking for her to I guess put it all together somehow. Yeah. She te- she definitely took more of a um onus to score this past season, which sounds like that's what Phoenix is gonna need. So hey, yeah, peace I and blessings who- to everybody in Phoenix. Right. Oh my gosh you you better be good at call of duty cuz the shots are they're going to come in man and uh, is there any other moves from free agency that uh stood out to you
2: i don't even know where tina charles was last year but um she went to atlanta um and then oh jordan canada um yeah leaving los angeles was i I loved so we had canada for a while um and then she went to la and I really like her as a player. I don't know. I mean, I think some of these teams where we're gathering, you know, I, my team was gathering these players from mm-hmm. <laughs> um, other places. Um, I don't really know. Like, I don't know what LA is doing. Really, I'm not. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's this year. Like, I up, think. Hell yeah. no! <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they're doing I, doing a terrible job. Yeah, we. I mean, they lost, so they lose their best player. NECA and then uh, Jordan Cannon was really growing and and becoming a real point guard leader there I thought and and then she they're was like very,
1: she was important to what they were attempting to do yes and it seemed like somewhere between the season where Cam Beige left and last year she had turned a corner in terms of like this is Jordan Cannon is giving you 20 and five and six every game now. Like, it's this is it. Yeah. And once she figured know. it out, they told her to leave. They're like, we actually don't need a solid point guard right now.
2: Yeah, we're good on that. Um, yeah. So I'm sure some of those um, other teams are, I don't know what their plans are. I'm interested it's, to see. I think Minnesota is going to keep getting better. I think Nafisa Collier is great. I think she's such a great player. Um, I And then these two big teams are going to stay where they were. I People kept in those rumors of free agency. Are, are they going to go to New York? Are they going to go to Vegas? It's like, I don't think anybody's really going to go there. You know, like, I think they're kind of not set with the teams they have, but are going to work with the the cores that they have. Um and it's probably a financial thing too. I think that was smart on the storms part of saying, "Hey, come here. You're gonna play. You're gonna be able to have great, have a great season, and we can give you more money. I mean, we we have the space for it." So, um, yeah, I the, mean, this is Dewana Bonner staying was.
1: Oh, in I Phoenix thought she might go or Connecticut.
2: Connecticut, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she might. Go. I don't know why. Connecticut has been great for a while, but with John Quill Jones leaving, I didn't know if maybe, you know, what.
1: Well, I'm assuming because her and Alyssa Thomas are married.
2: And uh, And Alyssa uh,
1: Thomas is a great player, too. (laughs) Alyssa Thomas just made the USA roster.
2: Mm -hmm. And had a great tournament this last, like, this uh, qualifying tournament, really on a team like that where it's hard to stand out. She's still... Like I, there was a lot of MVP talk with her last year. Of like, she really did have a great season, and she's not, she wasn't getting the recognition that she deserved. And I do believe that. Um, so then to put her on the team that has everybody, and she still stands out. I mean, for for me, it was her and Nafisa Collier who I, I thought were the best players on the U.S. team during this which, tournament.
1: Which speaks to Nafisa Collier get a growth growth as well, because mm-hmm. uh, last time around she was kind of the person where everybody was saying why isn't neka gumake in her spot
2: yep yep well and, and there was and then they were going to play for nigeria and that didn't work um so yeah and, but she i think i proved it uh necessary to have her there but that
1: that tournament the the uh, olympic qualifier tournament was really cool even though i it was like it was so good. I forgot that the U.S. had already qualified.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh well. Did you did you watch any of it? Or did you yeah, just kinda, I, just, yeah.
1: I, I only saw. I watched us play Belgium, and then yeah. I saw the Nigeria highlights.
2: Yeah, um, I watched all the U.S. games, all the Australian games, um, and then a couple of other like in between. That Belgium Is, game was crazy.
1: Are they the second best team in the world? Belgium. Yeah
2: in I just looked at like the rankings today they're like eighth or something I don't know so I'm like did we just play that poorly well I think
1: the game this was I said this to uh Mike and him the other day the I think this was the U.S.'s first real road game
2: oh yeah yeah um and this probably isn't really the team that'll be together not that there'll be a ton of ton of changes but Asia Wilson will be there um Chelsea Gray will be there, I think. That's a huge change because that's your that's your point guard. Um, This is Kelsey Plum's first full national team. She played. She has a three on three gold medal, but um, with the whole team, this is her first uh, Olympics. So it was an interesting. Yeah, maybe it was just rough because. But but I'm watching this game. Like, is Belgium great? Is this going to be the gold medal game here? but I think in the same way that we saw the men's game kind of rise in other countries, I think that's really happening in the women's game too. They're just there's just okay. really great competitors that are from and these other countries.
1: And Belgium's got a lot of pros. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. there. Uh, men, we yeah. the Mies, the Mystics just signed their starting point guard. I don't remember oh, her name, but um, nice. So and we, and we always had a we always kept a couple Belgians around.
2: Yeah. well we the storm has always had a ton of australians so that's why you know i'm always watching and then lauren jackson just played in this tournament she was in the tournament yeah and then retired again or retired from international basketball right afterwards which we were like is she gonna go back to the olympics that's so crazy it's so exciting and then after this and like played significant minutes scored as much i mean ezzy magbegore was the mvp for that whole location of their tournament but she's play it was crazy like I don't know how she did that but then I was so disappointed to hear I was like what a fun story to have had to retire and then somehow come back six years later playing professionally in Australia gets on the national team and goes back to the Olympics like that's just nuts that but boredom yeah.
1: affects people different ways is what I I'll, so. I'll say yeah Lauren was yeah. just at the house like fuck it I, I can't I'll, keep I'll going just be the YMCA. best again
2: like yeah <laughs>
1: like and you know what? This brings me to my last. So you played real serious basketball, mm-hmm. which I can only assume means at that time when you were really hooping, you were playing basketball all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm very curious about the um the the ecosystem or the existence of uh, women's uh open run. Where are y'all playing ball at? Because when you go to the park, it's maybe one girl. Yeah. I never see fives of girls.
2: Yeah. um, uh, Open gyms for colleges. I mean, so we had like for when we would play during the summer and stuff, you know, it'd be Tuesdays, Thursdays, whatever. And like Cheryl Swoops would come and play with us. Anybody who played college year round, you know, other places that was home for the summer whatever, they'd come and play with us. Like that's where so it was Seattle U and UW and we'd switch off like we would go play with them. They come play with us. Sammy Whitcomb was there when I was there. Like we used to play open gyms together all the time. And so you if you're a college player or a professional player you reach out to other you know or like my head coach when i was there was coach Bonvicini who was the head coach of arizona for 16 years four final fours oh, hall of famer sure um so all of her players would be like, oh, hey, I live in Seattle now. Yeah, or, yeah you sure. Know. I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hall of Famer, I guess, uh, <laughs> well, I have well, some <laughs> different opinions of your she, Hall of Fame.
2: She, she had a rocky ending. But, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, you know, they would come. Adia Barnes is now the head coach of Arizona, right? But at the time, she was had just retired from playing with the Storm and was doing <laughs> radio for us <laughs> at first. Yeah, broadcasting for us, then started broadcasting for the Storm. Then starts coaching and and ends up at Arizona. So she's around. Like, every. you just ask the other players that you've been with. But very rarely are they coming back and saying, hey, let's go to the YMCA or let's go to this park. Like, it's let's run with. And that's the other part of it. Like, people are like, you know, they want to compare women's and men's sports. In college, if we wanted to get an extra run in, we would play with our men's team. It wasn't like, let me go play with these old dudes at noon, yeah, which we did that sometimes with, too. Yeah. But you're still playing with good guys. It's not like you're just playing with some dude. So that was like I think I mean, there's gotta be some sort of like No, I get it. Cause safety in playing with other people who are also good because you get injured when like, you're playing people all yeah. crazy and shit. Yeah.
1: I hate playing at the park. There's dudes, <laughs> I'm <a laughs> another too. man. <laughs> and playing at the park is too much sometimes mm-hmm. just watching a dude who like the game means way more to him than it does to everyone else this is that's, what he
2: has this is it's it for him
1: nine <laughs> guys who are just trying to get a sweat in and then mm-hmm. a 10th guy who thinks it's the finals
2: yeah he's training he's trying to get back out there you know
1: yeah and I yeah. okay so that makes a lot of sense at at pickups at women's pickups is that i wonder if it's the same like toxic stuff like i can imagine cheryl swoops being difficult like cheryl swoops is just lying about the score i could oh just see cheryl swoops just...
2: there is something about being that good of a, uh any type of athlete that elite of an athlete yeah. and competitor where she was like she would like yell at you like she was your point guard you know like like you needed it needed to be 110% all the time she was always and i'm talking the yeah. best defensive player the WNBA has maybe ever seen playing you like that all the time yeah, <laughs> like it like, was Why so intense like
1: and picked up at half court <laughs> for My real Cheryl though. Swoops.
2: yeah and in your head you're like this is making me better this is good like this like, is, but no, you're like not. can we just take a She's second it's killing me yeah so toxicity in the way that, like, you better be working hard, you know, no matter what, um, which could be could be good, but you can tell the difference. I mean, you can always tell the difference between players who are or were so elite versus some who are just good or whatever, you know. I mean, there's just a mental thing, and it's on all the time. Right. But yeah, I think you. I think there's a safety in being like, we're all college players. We're in a college space. This is a good gym, and you were not dealing with yeah and there's still whatever shit talking and you know we play against each other during the year or whatever um that type of thing or, or people getting here annoyed it still... with each other or something but yeah i'm
1: glad to hear it's still getting out of hand <laughs>
2: yeah for sure but I'm we never it... i think there was a couple of fights where they were like all right you can't come back to this open gym or whatever nice. and then i had my teammates get in fights in practice a couple of times but <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know Hey, speaking of
1: elite, Monica Nevy, everybody, do you have anything <laughs> you'd like to any final words on WNBA free agency or the uh, Olympic qualifiers or anything you want to
2: promote? I would love to. I don't know. I mean, I thank you for letting me come on and talk about uh, basketball. I don't get to do it that often, so I hey, appreciate come on, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> got a spot over here. Yeah. Um, uh, go to some games this year. It's going to be a really fun season, I think. No matter where you're at, if you're close enough to a team, go just go watch some games. I think it's yeah. going to be, it's always competitive. It's always fun. The worst team can beat the best team any day. So it's fun. Anyways, okay. And then for me, uh, my social media is just my name at Monica Nevy. Um, I'm touring all over all the damn time. So come see me live too. And um, I have two specials on YouTube for free. One is called Big Step Dad Energy. And the other one, I just put out in December. (laughs) It is a Christmas special, but hey, Hey, it's good all year round. Yeah, it's still February. Jokes for the holidays. Maybe you're feeling a little stressed and you're like, I would rather it be Christmas. Go ahead and watch that special.
1: (laughs) Hey, but I like that, though, because every year it's going to pick back up. It's coming back, yeah. Marketing genius, very hilarious comedian, and will probably hoop your dumb ass up. Monica (laughs) Nevy, everybody.
2: Hey, Thank you.